Welcome to Bite Size Biz. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Stephanie. We're your new business besties holding your hand as we grow businesses together. How do you build a business? Like you eat an elephant, one bite at a time. We are here to help you every step of the way. No gatekeeping here. We're diving deep into all things business and finance. As well as having a little fun along the way. Let's Let's do do it. it. Hi, everyone. It's Stephanie and Kelsey again today. Um, And this podcast episode is going to be all about monetization, which is one of our favorite things to talk about. Um, And as small business owners is one of the things that you really should be kind of capitalizing on. And um, we'll go ahead and just get right in with the, the topic today. So just wanted to clarify too, before we jump in, what monetization is in comparison to just regular sales. Um, and so for, for our purposes, that really just means almost creating passive income on what you're already doing um, and really just, again, capitalizing on um, you know things that you can do outside of just selling your products or your services. Yes, for sure. So really, whenever we think about sales, we're thinking about exchanging a product or a service for money. Uh, it could be $5, it could be $500, but that's generally sales. In order to sell a product, um, you should be doing some kind of marketing. And in this day and age, we have a very unique opportunity because there are platforms that exist like TikTok and YouTube and email marketing and Instagram, all these different social platforms that are free to use. You don't have to pay for advertisements on TVs anymore in order to market your products. You can market them yourself for free, but actually instead of just marketing for free, you can actually monetize your marketing, which is really what we want to talk about today. So sales is again, exchanging that product or service for money. Um, You have a customer and you exchange um, that product or service, but monetizing is more so Uh, turning on these different monetization features to get paid for views um, on TikTok, get paid for views on YouTube. There's also, um, you know, affiliate uh, income and other ways to monetize those other platforms. So in my brain, you know, I'm already putting in the effort to create content for TikTok, YouTube, that's time and effort and energy out of your busy schedule. And so if you can monetize those platforms, it's stuff that you're going to do anyway. And then ideally you're going to monetize your uh, nurturing process. So if you're trying to get people to know, like, and trust you on TikTok and YouTube, and they might not, there might be a cold lead. They might be a cold client. Um, but you know, they get to know you on YouTube consuming your free content. So you're providing value to them but you're getting to monetize on the back end. So even though it might take them six months before they actually make a purchase from their own pocket, you're still monetizing based on their attention basically is what's happening, which is such a cool and unique opportunity for small business owners today that was not available like even 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So this is a really, really fun topic. Um, So yeah, that's really the difference between just so we're clear, clarifying that um, (laughs) sales and monetization. Yeah. And it, the most important thing to just kind of like frame your mind about that is it really does create a, a two-way kind of street for, um, you know, making money, making marketing materials, but then also having that money kind of come back to you from, from those marketing materials. So, um, a lot of people, you know, in back in the day would, would, um, kind of see marketing as a cost, an expense, um, an yeah. expense and all of that. 
And nowadays, like you said, we have this super unique opportunity to um, have it work both ways for you, which is amazing. Yeah. And the more of these monetization, like I guess, channels that you can set up, that's just additional streams of revenue for your business. Now, they might be very small at first, but these are some channels that can really build over time. And also you could have posted a video months ago that it that decides to go viral and all of a sudden you're getting paid on your old content. Um, and so in that way, it is kind of passive. It's a little bit evergreen and you're kind of building these passive income streams that are in turn also promoting and supporting your business as a whole. And as we all know, the more income streams that we can have for the business, the better. Yes, exactly. And so how we'll kind of break down this episode today is by talking about the different channels and just the different opportunities. Um, and then to the residual effects of those opportunities, I would say, um, just to kind of give you all a good understanding of what's possible. You don't have to do all of them. Um, and then we'll also have a downloadable um, guide so that you can see this information just on paper if you're more old school like that. Um, that really lays it out for you and the requirements and, and again, all the avenues um, so that you have that all in one sheet. Yeah. So uh, I kind of wanted to start out with the, so Stephanie and I both have a blog, um, if you've kind of been following us thus far. And so I want to start with the blog first, because it actually is, in my opinion, probably the easiest thing to monetize pretty much instantly. So um, how to monetize your blog? Number one is gonna be Google AdSense. In general, ads is gonna be the number one way for you to you know, monetize on YouTube and on your blog. Um, and Google AdSense is the easiest ad agency to get into. Um, and then from there, you can always look at other ad agencies out there that actually have higher payouts for their ads. But usually they need Google AdSense as like a step stool to get into those larger ad agencies. But if you're looking to monetize right away and you're writing blog posts, you want to get Google AdSense hooked up as soon as possible. Okay, so it's it's raining outside. We had a brief dog interruption, yes. um, but we were talking about Google AdSense. So basically my whole point is, yes, uh, eventually you could move up to a bigger ad agency that has higher payouts for their ads. Um, but for the time being, Google AdSense is the easiest one to get into. You can monetize your blog right away. And if you're already going to be writing blog posts for the sake of getting more eyeballs on your business or promoting your products and services, then you might as well monetize that content just by putting some ads on there because it's still free for the consumer, but you get to monetize in the back end. Right. And I think the stigma of ads on websites is gone by now. I think people yes. are pretty numb to it. So don't be afraid of that part. <laughs> right. And I think it's just about being strategic. You know, don't make it to where there's 25 pop-ups, then mm -hmm. people are going to be annoyed. Put them on the sidebar, embed them into the actual you know, blog post itself mm -hmm. and you can monetize. And honestly, they probably aren't even going to really look at the ads too much. Right. Um, which is fine for you because <clears throat> you still get to monetize because they get views. So. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So let's jump into social media, um, which is a really big opportunity for uh, businesses to monetize as well. Um, and this is a long term, I would say, more of a long game here. Yes. Um, just because a lot of the monetization and the big bucks that you're going to get um, are going to come from more views, more followers, things like that. 
Um, so let's jump into that. Yeah. And I think the big thing to differentiate before we jump into social media is, you know, we're not out here necessarily trying to be influencers. We all know that influencers make a lot of money, Mm -hmm. right? Um, but of course they make a lot of money because if they have millions of followers and that's millions of eyeballs for sponsored, you know, companies to get their products in front of people, we're not necessarily trying to become an influencer just because we're trying to grow a following. You're trying to grow your following so that you can get your product or your service or your voice in front of more people. You want your business to get exposure, but mm-hmm. while you're getting exposure, there are these monetization options that you can turn on, which again, just creates another stream of revenue for your business. Yeah. Um, so starting off with Instagram, um, so you can monetize from our research, it seems like uh, after 10,000 followers, apparently Instagram doesn't actually disclose the actual amount, it seems to be a bit more subjective on Instagram Mm -hmm. because they also have the requirement of having just like a generally engaged audience. So it doesn't have like a specific number of likes or views, um, but they just want to see like organic followers. Um, And then generally speaking for all social media platforms, you have to be of course in compliance with their community guidelines and their terms of use. So if they, even if you have a bunch of followers, if for some reason you're in violation of those things, you might not be able to monetize, but for Instagram, which for like all my research, um, and personal experience definitely seems to be the hardest, um, platform to grow, but also seems to be a a low turnover to actually get people Mm -hmm. to your site. So, um, Instagram for me personally and my business is it's a, it's a thing, but I'm not I'm not really thinking I'll be able to monetize anytime soon off of Instagram, mm-hmm. um, especially because they, I, I do know a lot of people have a lot of frustrations with Instagram in general, but yeah. if you're looking for the requirements, um, from what we could find, if you're in compliance with their terms of use and community guidelines, you have at least 10,000 followers and you have a generally engaged audience, then there should be some kind of feature that you can monetize, um, and turn on to get paid for using Instagram. Yes. And there with social media in general, there are a lot of drawbacks to, um, you know, putting all of your eggs in one basket. So, you know, with kind of our strategies for our own blogs, we kind of do a little bit of each of these uh, channels and kind of see what sticks. And that's the thing that you really just have to kind of test and see what audience you can grow on each of these platforms and just Mm -hmm. see what they like to hear from you and, and all of that. So, yeah, um, we'll definitely have to do kind of go through the actual, like step-by-step strategy. (laughs) You want to, we'll do that after you think, I think that'd be good. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you, Oh, I want to take, can I take TikTok? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And then you can take YouTube. Um, okay. So for TikTok, I've actually monetized on TikTok. Woohoo! I feel so fancy for being able to say that. Um, but they, what I love about TikTok is that they are very clear with their guidelines on how to monetize. Um, and so I think that's why there's been such a shift onto TikTok is because creators know kind of exactly what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, again, be in compliance with TikTok's guidelines and whatnot. Um, you have to be at least 18 years old. And you have to have at least 10,000 followers and 100,000 views in the last 30 days. But here's the kicker is that once you actually monetize your TikTok, which by the way, in order to do that, you just go into um, kind of the settings and there's an option in your settings where you can apply for monetization. It doesn't 
take very much time at all to apply. Um, and as long as you hit those like four bullet points, which really the hardest two to hit are the followers and the views. Um, but the moment that you hit those two bullet points, you should apply for monetization. And um, so for me, I was very lucky and I had a video go viral. And so it definitely boosted my TikTok for about a month. Um, I had quite a few views going on and I didn't realize um, until like a couple of weeks. I could have been monetized for like two whole weeks and I did not know because <laughs> I, I kind of assumed that the moment that I was eligible to monetize that there would just be money rolling in. Yeah, it's not the case. You have to actually go in and physically apply for TikTok. So once I figured out um, that I had to do that, I did it immediately and I got accepted almost immediately as well. And um, so I will say I have not been as active on TikTok as of late, but so my video views are way less than 100,000 video views in the last 30 days, but I don't lose my monetization, um, which is really, really nice. So once you monetize it, it just kind of sticks, but you know, if you have a video go viral and you see a big uptick in your views and your followers, go and apply immediately so that you can just start monetizing. And basically you get paid per thousand views. So I, I think it's like four cents for every thousand views, <laughs> which is not a lot of money. You know, this is not life-changing money that we're talking about. But if you imagine, you know, this is why those influencers start making a lot of money is because if every video they make gets a million plus views, they're making $40 every video that they post, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, if they're getting paid out day after day after day, $40 a day can add up to be a lot of money, you yeah. know? So it's definitely worth it if you have the opportunity to do it. Yeah. And that's just one of the pieces of the monetization puzzle for TikTok too, because we haven't even gotten into, you know, the sponsored posts or anything oh, like yes. that. That's so this is literally just this is just views, views. passive what you're what you're already doing with your marketing on social media and everything you you can just make money by having those videos out there so yes it's so nice to just be able to get paid for the views and we'll we'll do another podcast at some point about um, the other ways that you can make money on social media and blogging but yeah today we're looking at just like traffic and views and how that works but yes um okay take youtube take it away yes so youtube um again they have specific requirements um instagram should maybe learn a little bit from <laughs> these other platforms um because youtube and tiktok are the top ones as far as like influencers go for um you know who's on the platforms and, and what platforms people prioritize as well yeah i'm sure everybody has kind of seen that shift of we used to all be on Instagram and now everybody's on TikTok or YouTube um, because they're very clear about what they expect. And I think with Instagram, them having these like very broad um, and like secretive terms. Almost um, subjective. It's yeah, almost like it they really get to is. kind of choose. Like, yeah. And it makes no sense on right. who gets what. Exactly. Know? So um, that's definitely frustrating and another conversation for another day. But yeah. <laughs> Um, but for YouTube, their requirements are you have to have a thousand subscribers. You have to have 4,000 hours of video watched over the last 12 months. And you will also probably need to have your Google AdSense linked. I think uh, one of the biggest things to consider is, you know, with YouTube, you can actually just start your YouTube channel and go ahead and link Google AdSense right away. 
which means that the moment that you hit the two requirements of having the thousand subscribers and the 4,000 hours of watch time in 12 months, you immediately start monetizing. So like, let's say you um, have a, a video go viral overnight and you're sleeping, you could literally be automatically start monetizing overnight. Um, you know, unlike TikTok, where you kind of have to wait until you hit those requirements in order to apply and be accepted and turn on that monetization feature. Right. Yeah, because TikTok doesn't want to give away free money if they don't. <laughs> if the people that go viral are not interested or don't know to turn it on, they're not going to just pay out people. Right. So, just like my experience, I had yeah. no, I had no idea that I had to turn on that feature, right. and so I kind of missed out on. I mean, probably like 60 bucks, like nothing life changing, but I probably yeah. missed out on some money for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, for not turning that on for a couple of weeks. So, yeah. Okay. So next one that we want to talk about is lemon eight. Um, if you listen to our lemon eight podcast, then you, if you know, you know, um, <laughs> so we are big fans of lemon eight, even though it is a brand new social media platform. Um, and we just encourage all of our listeners and any small business owners to go ahead and just be an early adopter of the new social media platform, um, because odds are it's eventually going to become mainstream. Um, and you know, if you're one of the first people on the platform, then the opportunity for you to grow an audience and monetize first is just going to increase if you jump on now. But as of right now, there are no monetization opportunities, um, with lemon eight, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't still be using it. Right, exactly. And just fun fact, it is owned by the same company as TikTok. So I have to imagine it'll blow up and it'll be similar requirements again to TikTok. So yes, definitely absolutely. opportunity for monetization there at some point. Yeah. And um, so going back to this whole idea of monetizing your marketing, I think Stephanie and I both have a similar, we have like a similar idea of how we're going to structure this, right? You think about what? About like structuring our monetization for our marketing. Like our individual. Yeah. I would say so probably. For the most part. The only difference is that you don't have a physical product. Right. Exactly. So um, I'm going to kind of take you guys through, um, you know, what our plan is because you might be thinking to yourself, there's no way that I could do all of these platforms. Or you might be thinking to yourself, which platform should I prioritize? Um, and so we're going to kind of quickly run through how you can utilize all of these different platforms and uh, essentially not not have to create new content for each individual platform and waste all that time and energy creating content all the time, right. <laughs> especially if it's not paying out like crazy right away because it mm -hmm. won't for a while. Right. Um, so basically how we view it is our blogs are home base. So first things first is getting Google AdSense set up on those blogs. So that way you are monetizing on your traffic. Um, and so for us, our, our blog is home base. So any kind of products that we want to sell or services that we want to sell or digital downloads in the future, anything like that, we already have the traffic coming in through the blog um, and we have that Google AdSense set up there. So we're, you know, for me, I'm writing recipes for Stephanie. She is doing like travel type blogs. Um, and so within that idea, let's say I am making a taco soup recipe blog and I have the whole blog post written out um, and then I have my recipe at the end. 
I could take that same blog post, which by the way, I'm already taking pictures of that food for my blog. And I can use those same pictures to post on Lemonade. I can also post that same picture to Instagram. And then taking that same uh, recipe, making a video out of it, and posting that reel on TikTok and YouTube um, and Instagram. Honestly, you could post it on Instagram too. But for me personally, my, my first order of business is making sure that my blog is monetized. For me personally, because I have my TikTok monetized already, second order of business is posting that thing, the recipe and the, the video to my TikTok. So I'm getting paid for views on my blog. I'm getting paid for views on my TikTok. And then eventually I also hope to monetize my YouTube channel. And so I'll get be getting paid for the same idea, the same taco soup recipe um, in three different places. And then all throughout that, you know, I am encouraging people to visit my blog. So people who might see it on YouTube, I get paid for that view. Then they go to my blog and I get paid for that view. And then, you know, they're reading my blog posts and they might buy my Mexican spice, which is, you know, really at the end of the day, that's the whole idea and process of monetizing my marketing. So I made money during, you know, this whole nurturing process of this customer eventually going to buy my Mexican spice blend. So, um, yeah, if you have an idea for a blog specifically, take that same idea, take some pictures of it, um, and then, you know, make some videos out of it and use the same picture and video on all of these different platforms, see what gets the most response and kind of nurture that audience the most, I'd say. So for me, it's going to be my TikTok, And then I also really want to nurture like lemon eight. Um, but yeah, and then the moment that you can monetize, just go ahead and turn on those features and boom, you're, you're monetizing your marketing. Yes. And again, it's, <clears throat> again, it's something that you would have to be doing anyway to promote your product or your service, you know, regardless, you, you have to get on social media. I, you know, unless you have a brick and mortar and there's like just so much traffic coming through, you, you really do have to get on social media. So you might as well like take that time and, you know, kind of take that return, like have a return on your, the work that you're doing. Um, again, just having that both ways of, um, marketing your product and then having that money kind of come back to you, um, for that as well. And there's, you know, a ton of ideas. I, for a minute was like, no one would ever want to hear about travel on YouTube, but there's so many ways that I can take the blog posts that I'm already creating and just, um, record snippets of me talking about the blog, honestly, like just almost verbatim, like just talking out the blog because, mm -hmm. People consume content in so many different ways and people have preferences yes. that you want to kind of hit all of those unless you have a very specific audience that, you know, for, for recipes, I think, you know, a lot of people like to read that, but people do like to watch oh, you do 100%. that on YouTube as well. And yeah. so there's just, you know, again, if, unless you have like a very specific, like, the audience that you have, you know, that they specifically like to consume content in one way, like, you know, definitely expand it out because there's so many opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. Like you need to utilize audio, visual and written content um, and deliver your same message in multiple ways. And you could take the same blog post and the same YouTube video, send it out to your email list, you know? And so really, if you see what we're trying to, the whole point is, you're recycling all of this content because 
I can tell you from experience, just your one Instagram story, you might, you might reach like a fifth or, you know, maybe 5% of your actual audience. So you have to kind of hit them from all angles to get your message out there. Um, and at first I thought it was me being, you know, I don't know, annoying or, uh, you know, bombarding people or something like that. But everybody is so busy. Like this is the truth is that everybody is so busy and distracted and there's so much noise out there that you have to approach it from every angle in order to be seen and heard online. Yeah. So don't be afraid to don't feel like you're being uh, monotonous. Mm -hmm. You're basically just repackaging the same work, the same information in new ways and presenting it to people. And you're going to expand your audience tenfold by doing that. And then you'll monetize along the way. Yep, exactly. Win-win for everybody. Exactly. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found it helpful, subscribe to our podcast and send it to a friend. Catch you next time.